Hello, everyone. I have a special guest. I'm always special, huh? You always say that, and I'm like, yeah. Do I? I say, this, feel good. I say the same things over and over. Sorry. What title would you like? Is special guest, is that a pr- good enough title? Do you feel, well, I feel special like I've enough? I feel like I've been a guest enough. Maybe recurring You're guest? a recurring guest. <laughs> special recurring? That's yeah. such like an actor well, I term. Am, I am an actor. A recurring, I have a recurring guest host. Um, anyways, Kellen's here. Should I just say that when I say, be like, welcome guys, Kellen's here. Sure. Okay, I'll do that from now on. Um, we are on day three of the devotion in the Bible app, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. As I say every day, I will have it linked in the description of this podcast if you want to download it and follow along or go back to it at a different date or maybe you're listening to this at a different date and it's exactly what you need to go through, go for it. Um, today's title is Ask for God's Presence. Oh, I love his presence. And the devotion says, The presence of God changes everything. It doesn't just come and change a church service, a worship experience, or a prayer meeting. The presence of God can be found at any moment of the day and can shift our experience in that moment. Whether we're washing dishes, sitting in a staff meeting, or waiting in the carpool line as we pick up our kids from school, all it takes is inviting Him in. As Psalm 145 verse 18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him. So why would we not call on him to experience his nearness? In Exodus 33, we see how desperate Moses is to keep the presence of God with him. In verse 15, he declares, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. In short, Moses says, If you're not going, then I don't want to go either. It's not worth it. What good is it to go anywhere without God? Moses continues, How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What help will distinguish me? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? The presence of God is what sets us apart from everyone else on earth, and everyone will see and know that we carry something different. Psalm 16 verse 11 says that in his presence is the fullness of joy. In John 14, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, and goes on to clarify that his peace is unlike anything you will find in this world. Our hearts don't have to be troubled and we don't have to be afraid. His presence is all we need. He is able, willing, and ready to pour it out on us. Moses follows up with God by not just declaring his desire for his presence, but by asking for it. Show me your glorious presence, Exodus 33, verse 18. We can ask the same thing. We can turn to God and say, I want what you have right now in this moment. He is faithful to meet us there. Ask God for more of his presence each morning when you wake up and as you go throughout your day. Whenever you're feeling low, depleted, or like you just want more of him, close your eyes and remember he is as close as the mention of his name and receive all he has for you in that moment. And the first scripture is Exodus 33, verses 15 through 18. And it says, Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. 
And he said, please show me your glory. The next verse is Psalm 16, verse 11. And it says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The next one is Psalm 145, verse 18. And it says, the Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. And the last scripture is John 14, verse 27. And these are the words of Jesus. And he said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I love the presence of God. I want to go back to Psalm 16 verse 11 because I love in this that it says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I feel like this verse is literally sums up all we want out of life. Yeah. Like yeah. you will show me the path of my life, which means you'll show me the direction to go. You'll show me my purpose. How many times are we like, what's my purpose? If I could just find my purpose, I would be happy. Or, you know, I just want to be happy. I just want, and it says, you'll show me the path. Like what path am I supposed to take? And then the next thing is in your presence is fullness of joy. When you ask people, what do you want? I just want to be happy is what so many people says. And then literally in the Psalm, it says in your presence is fullness of joy. Mm -hmm. So there's happiness. And then at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. What else do people want? They want to have a pleasurable, full life. Otherwise, why would people drink to excess and sleep around and buy too much and run up credit card debt? You know, like those are all because we're searching for a feeling. We're searching for that pleasure. We're searching for that high of, you know, a pleasurous feeling. And it literally in this verse is saying, you'll show me the path of life, which means not a a path of death, but of good Mm -hmm. relationship, of health, of favor, of joy. And then in your presence is fullness of joy. So in his presence is happiness, which everyone just wants to be happy. But more than happiness, because that's external, it's joy. Mm-hmm. Nothing external can quench it. And then at the, the end, it's at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So it's like you can have a clear path full of joy and happiness and full of pleasure. And yet people go, the myself included, I've been here. That's why I can say it. You were like, eh, doesn't really look good. I'm going to do my own thing, (laughs) thinking it's going to lead to all these things. And it might for a moment, but it ultimately leads to what is my purpose? I have so many questions. I'm so confused. I'm so full of anxiety. I'm so depressed. I'm so unhappy. I don't have joy. I don't, you know, and I, these things that were pleasures are now burdens. They're making me sad. They feel like weights. I feel sick to my soul. So I just love like that. That verse just really struck a chord with me tonight. But um, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. What do you remember? Because I do. Do you remember the first time you felt the presence of God? Do you have a memory of it? Or a notable time that you were like, wow, I feel his presence so tangibly. <laughs> well, there, um, <clears throat> one thing that really, there's a couple songs that we would sing at uh, my old church in Scottsdale. And you know, like some some songs are just anointed and you mm-hmm. feel it and you just have your 
hands raised and like tears come from your eyes not heavy flowing ones but where your eyes just water and you're like you're oh. not sad it's just like your spirit is is connecting yeah, in that way it's yeah. like a release yeah and you're just worshiping the goodness of god and uh it's just and then there's that other song remember for the longest time i couldn't get all the lyrics until i hit yeah. up my old friend from back in the day but it's like thank you father for salvation mm-hmm. and it's like wow what he's done he's always there you can just ask him to be there and open up your heart to him be on your knees and just praying and it's i've always felt him close so that's been nice and yeah. then there's really great moments where you know a lot throughout my life just really connected with him and just feeling his presence especially especially when you came into my life mm. i was just like wow i'd never felt the water flow of god's goodness and love for me what yeah. about you um i do think i remember the first time it was in worship at our church can't remember how young I was or old whatever the you know but it was the first time maybe it was the first time like in worship I felt like the tangible the the the, 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 the tangible presence of God because as a kid we would pray and I would feel it and I would feel it in other settings but I think it was something where I was it just was a new level let's put it that way it was like a deeper I had never been that deep before like mm. God drew me into deep waters and it was really amazing like I've never like when you have experiences like that young and early on it's even when you get into those moments where you doubt God which I think is very normal and you're working out your own salvation like you know in the Bible it says working out your own salvation with fear and trembling like when you're working it out for yourself it can't come from your parents. It can't come from your praying grandma. It can't come from, you know, your spouse who's like, it has to be a heart decision. Yeah. And when I, I'm so grateful to have those early experiences because yeah. my parents didn't force us, didn't like say, they didn't force us to do anything. They just said, hey, this is what our family does though. Yeah. When we get there, like you'll be respectful, you do this, but they weren't like, forcing us to like raise our hands or forcing us to engage but I will say they lived their life in such a way and we attended churches that were they were legitimately good people flawed people but good people who lived their life in such a way that Jesus was so real to them that we never really questioned his realness because we felt him from childhood Mm-hmm. But it has to be your decision to enter into a relationship with him, you know, like a deeper one. Yeah, yeah, it's really great when at a at a young age when you can solidify your faith. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you have something tangible that you can hold on to, a memory, a moment, a testimony uh, that just changes you, and you can hold on to it. Because let me ask you a question: You said that you doubted God, right? You said. Like, do you remember why or... Wasn't I, I, it wasn't that I doubted his existence. Oh, It was nothing like, like that. It was just his... like, yeah, his goodness, who he is, his character. Oh, gotcha. It's kind of like in the Bible, you know, when it's, it's more talking about when giving. When something bad happens or something, you're like, how can you... 
you yeah. hear God when you let this happen. It was just like when you wrestle with life's questions, I think it's part of immaturity sure. when you blame God. It's a very easy out. So I do think that it was like, God, you're all powerful. You were good until this point. What the heck? And Well, little child, you have free will. So <laughs> Exactly. But then sometimes there are bad things that happen. Sure, there's evil and it's just the a world. period at the end of that yeah. sentence, you know, and it's or bad things happen to good people. That makes it even harder. Yeah. And I think that it's in our in my, I can only speak for myself, in my immaturity, it's very easy. It was easy or it's easier to be like, oh, I'm going to blame you because you're the God of the universe. You oh, could yeah. have stopped this and you didn't. Yeah. When really he's like, hey, instead of shutting me out and blaming me, draw close to me so I can show you some yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can, you know what I mean? And that takes maturity. It takes... um Honestly, it's an act of bravery and courage because it, that's faith. Because you are going against what you feel and entering into unknown. Mm. Kind of like those deep waters again. It's yeah. like, do you trust me? And that's where you make a decision, yes or no. And in the same way that, you know, for I felt his presence so strongly in like that worship service, you know. And I was like, well, I felt like I was flying. It felt like such a high. You know what I will say? That was that first encounter. And I had so many after that. And I really do think that's why I never did I drink in high school and college a handful of times. Yeah. Or my young adulthood for sure. Did I get have I been drunk in my life? Yes. A handful <gasps> of times. <laughs> I know Whoa. you've never. But like I've never I've never smoked. I've never done drugs. That just but what I will say is it never had a hold on me. And I think one of the strongest, biggest reasons is because I felt what a genuine high is. Like the enemy has a counterfeit, a counterfeit, yeah. a cheap counterfeit for everything God has. Yeah. So for the presence of God, if you hear people talk about being drunk with the Holy Spirit and it's like, yeah. well, that's kooky. Imagine being drunk on wine or vodka or your, your liquor of choice and how, quote, fun you're have, how much fun you're having. I mean, I have experienced the presence of God to the point where you could classify it as being under the influence. You know what I mean? Like that is how strong this is. Yet I'm sober. I've never been more clear. But that joy and that fun and that laughter and that like, I can equate it to that That's without really cool. any of the bad effects. You know what I mean? That's really cool. So I do think because I had those really strong experiences, I was never really tempted. Like the first time I I drunk or i got drunk or drank <laughs> to the point of getting drunk i was like you get a hangover and you're like well i can do this without it, getting a hangover and you, <laughs> you know? and you can feel in your spirit yeah. that it's separating you from yeah. god like oh, that's not sure. god's will for yeah. you you know so it's like yeah it's fun and funny kind yeah. of in one way it, it is but it wasn't as good as like feeling good no. does that make sense yeah that reminds me of when because I've I, I'm just open to everything biblical, and so they have sozos in the Bible speaks on it, and I had a sozo in Bethel, and then uh, my buddy told me about it. It's like a spiritual connection to God and the Holy Spirit, and and I'm like, cool. Like I never I hadn't really heard of it before, but I wanted to just go on like a sort of spiritual connection. You wanted to get deeper with God yeah visual sort of thing and and like it's so cool because what I saw in my mind and what I was connecting what God was showing me 
was something I've never used my imagination for. I'd never seen. It was yeah. like so personal to me. I've done it a few times now that it reminds me of what people would do ayahuasca for. Totally. You know, and yep. but that is opening yourself up to the spirit realm that you have no control over. And so, you know, the spirit realm is real. They're going to stuff's going to come in and show you stuff. Uh, but I didn't have to take anything. I didn't throw up afterwards. I could do it, you know, whatever. And it was, it's just cool that, that, that sort of thing is out there, just like you and your spiritual drunkness. I've never had that where I'm just like dancing and just drunk with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, you know, at church, like when I'm, and I don't mean like the, the crazy, no, distracting, no, 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 no. like this person is on something. It wasn't it that, just, but I'm just saying yeah. I can equate that same feeling and joy yeah. and everything too. And you don't have to take anything. And that, you're not taking anything yeah. and you feel great. Like yeah. you've never felt better. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. The last thing I want to want to say is I loved that in this devotion, it says that his presence is as close as just saying his name. Yeah, I, It's so beautiful. And I do think Jesus. that... When you just, again, it's a heart posture. It's not just a word. Yeah. I do think that idly saying the words, like if you just say scripture, but you don't get let it get into your heart, there is a benefit to saying scripture. Well, it's and the saying same with it out praying, loud, right? And like with you praying. have to. But the power comes from really your heart posture. The truth. And it says that in one of those verses, it said that you read, like, come with truth. Like you got to, I think it was the last one or the second last one. Um, So Exodus, or was it this one? Oh, no, no, no. I think it's the last one, maybe. Okay. Oh, right here. To all who okay. call upon him in truth. Yeah. And so, you you know, you really have to, it's a heart posture. You have to be honest and vulnerable and truthful. And yeah. It's just really cool. Always call yeah. on the Lord in anything that you do. Yeah. You never want to not do And we've done that in our relationship mm -hmm. where we just be like, all right, cool, God. We got not on the, purpose. Not no. like we're like, hey, God, stay here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Brittany over here. No, no, no. We just were stupid young kids, and the yeah. safest path is His path. Mm -hmm. So just bring them into everything you're doing, every decision. Just say, God, should I go to this college? God, show me what car to buy. God, is this yeah. guy from you? you yeah, know, yeah. Anything. And I will say that I have friends, and we all like. There are different ways that people enter into the presence of God. And I remember talking to my friend Elizabeth and she's like, I know, or I, maybe it wasn't Elizabeth. I thought it was. But for example, an extrovert, let's just say someone who doesn't love quiet time and alone time. There's something to be said. Yes, it does say in the Bible to go into your quiet place with mm. him. But that being said, I'm someone who loves the quiet. So I'm like, this is easy. Like, I'll just be quiet and I'll enter into his presence and I'll pray and I'll put on worship music. But I also have other friends that are like, I feel him the most. Like, I feel his presence and he speaks to me the most when I am like out in nature or like mountain bike riding or da da da. So I want to encourage if you're like, well, I don't really feel it. Where do you feel alive? Like, where do you feel his presence? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a good thing to test it out yeah go i find i go for walks when yeah. i'm just out and i feel the wind on my face yeah you know it's it's like you're, you're the holy spirit something that you you can't see but you know yeah. is there 
Like I, I can't in, in my bedroom and you know, or our bedroom now, but growing up in my bedroom or things or at the beach are like my main things. But I do want to throw out one more thing. If you're like, gosh, I'm having a hard time, um, you know, entering into his presence or I want to get in the word, I want to do this. For me, something that was helpful and has been the most helpful thing probably is I have to put my physical body in a different posture and it's not like bowing on the floor but when I sit Uh at a desk that I work at well when I sit at the desk I know it's time to work and that's where my mind goes when I sit at the kitchen table it's like oh this is where I do this this is where we eat meals what are we going to cook for dinner a a special place so it's really it's helpful if you're trying to enter into the presence of God maybe go to a different place or a place that so for me what I used to do is I used to go on the bedroom on my bedroom floor and it wasn't like oh I'm gonna you know, sometimes yeah. I would just lay prostrate on the floor and just yeah be there. But sometimes just for like devotional, for Bible reading, for whatever, that was where I would go. I would just yeah. open up my Bible on the floor. And because even like on my bed wouldn't work because that's where I go to sleep yeah, yeah, or that, yeah. you know. So I just want to encourage you if you maybe are like, I haven't felt the presence of God. I don't know yeah. how. Church is a great place. But if you're at home and you're wanting to practice entering into the presence of God, Try different areas yeah, and different, different posture. postures. I would go and I'd have a prayer room, aka my closet. And I even had a desk in my closet. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I'd be there. Or I'd been on the roof of the house before. Mm-hmm. I'd been in the back of the car. You know, I'd been outside, you know, a bench at mm-hmm. the beach or at, in a park. Yeah. You just get somewhere that you can continually go to. Yeah. When I was working at Juice, um, which I was a TV host for a Christian network for quite a few years, and one of the hosts, Willie Moore Jr., um, he was like, he was talking about how for him, and I don't know if this was if we this was just our conversation like before one of the segments, or if this was part of one of the segments, but he was like, I feel God's presence the most in the hot tub. I'm just going to say it. He's like, I always have my Bible and I have my journal, but I, he's like, it's something about like water, but like Mm -hmm. warm water, the bubbles. And we were cracking up laughing, but we weren't laughing at him, but he was just like, no, like that is where I feel it. And it's, and it's the point of it is just to be like, try to enter in everywhere you are. Cause he, again, is just as he's as far away as a mention of his name, but there are some times when he, you can just, He's you can just enter in quicker because there's yeah. less distractions yeah. and all of that. So, anyways, well, thanks for being here. This You're is welcome, so uh, recurring guest. I've uh, upped you. my. You're my recur. You are my favorite guest. You might have at this point. You might have done more than, like, you might be on more than not. <laughs> what do you know? Oh. Do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Do you know that we're almost at a hundred episodes? That's cool. Congratulations! Yeah, I'm excited. What we are we gonna do, do episode hundred? I know. I feel like we need to do a special thing. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. It was like five I times did. longer than my, the ones by myself because when you're here, I have someone to talk hey, to yeah. and ask questions. So anyways. See you guys. Have a good one.